0: have you ever asked the universe for a sign and wasn't sure if you received the sign or better yet felt like you missed it altogether and didn't receive it then this is your episode we're going to talk about signs from the universe signs from spirit guides and signs from our higher self are you ready let's get started welcome to embody transformation et come back home to your soul i'm your host johanna bradford And this podcast is for you if you're awakened and you're seeking spiritual guidance and love and support from healers, spiritual coaches, with down-to-earth wisdom and soul knowledge. Signs from the universe. This is something that we talk about, but we don't always understand what it really means. Did you know that you can actually request what your signs look like so that it's specific to you and then it's undeniably clear? I believe um, Gabby Bernstein calls it driftwood. Oprah has another word for it, which I don't recall, but ultimately, depending on who you follow, it's really up to you. You're the creator of your universe. And what does that mean? That means that you get to create what your world looks like, starting with the signs you receive from the universe. When we're not clear and specific in what we ask for, we won't always receive a specific and clear sign unless we're looking for it. I'm going to share a recent experience with you and a beautiful sign I had from the universe. I am a history buff. I love to go and visit museums and historical sites and learn about the history, the culture, the people, the situations. And I recently, since I'm living in Tennessee, went to a civil war site. It was really intense. Energy was super dense. There was a lot of stuff going on, lots of spirit activity. And I got there a little bit early and was able to tour the grounds on a self-tour before the actual tour started with all the history and the guide. And while it was beautiful, this farm of 700 acres, I mean, the driveway was a mile long in itself. It was really intense and sad, deep energy driving up to this Location. It was, um, I guess you could say it was an antebellum style, but it wasn't a true plantation style home. It was a mansion, to be sure. And there were other structures that were still existing around that mansion. Some were from slave quarters, yes. And there was even a um, spring house, which is where they would store the food because it was cold from the water. And I found all that interesting, but just the idea that there were enslaved people there and that they had 700 acres filled with multiple crops that they sold for profit and then kept for themselves. That's the difference between a farm and a plantation. A plantation is one particular crop and a farm is multiple crops. Anyway, I'm digressing. So I'm walking around the back of this mansion on this old dirt road and it's behind where they had a vineyard and it's a beautiful sunny day autumn day and I look down at my feet and just as I'm about to take a step I see a praying mantis with wings now I don't know about you but I've never seen a praying mantis before let alone in person but a praying mantis with wings that was new to me And this little guy was so cool looking. He was very alien, ethereal. And he was injured or she, I'm not sure if it was male or female, but appeared to be in distress or injured of some sort. And did this aggressive, I'm going to fight you kind of. Uh, response to me when I was standing over it. And now can you imagine I'm five foot seven. So my height and weight compared to this little guy, I mean, I'm just this monstrous thing. And so I told it, Hey, little band, I'm it's okay, I'm gonna help you. So I found a small twig. And I put it next to him or her. And they wrapped their hands, their arms and legs around it and grabbed on and I moved it over to the grass. But as I was doing that, I picked it up and brought it a little closer to me. And in that moment, I got so many signs from the universe. One was the defensiveness of when help arrives. Are you seeing it as a threat? Or are you seeing it as a friend, ready to help? Are you ready to receive that help when it does come? And then I also got how beautiful it is that no matter what we ask for, it doesn't always come in the form that we expect. Oftentimes it's much better than we ever kind of imagined. And that includes being redirected, even when the redirection sucks ass and it's not fun and it's painful. It's still a purpose and it's still beautiful. The only thing that drags us out and makes it painful is our level of attachment to the outcome that we decided it was going to look like. That's really what keeps us in a state of suffering is our level of attachment. Because we're in love with our pain. That's what (laughs) all the gurus don't tell you. Humans are in love with their pain. Now, I know that's probably going to trigger a lot of you. I know that's probably tongue-in-cheek. That's a lot of things. Hear me out. Because if you were really brutally honest with yourself, you would absolutely know that I'm speaking the truth. Why do you think counselors and coaches and gurus and spiritual leaders are always in so much demand? Psychics, tarot readers. Because we're there to soothe the pain that someone's not willing to let go of. I did an episode a few back in season one about secondary gain. That very much is an example of being in love with your pain. It's not a bad thing. It's just an observation. So let go of your trigger and your anxiety or animosity about what I'm saying and just hear me out and just realize that I'm spreading awareness on it. And the cool thing about awareness is that it allows us the opportunity to heal, to shed light on whatever's been dark. And if something is triggering or it comes up and it's whatever, that means that it needs to be healed. It's coming up to be released and be healed. And that is a beautiful place to be. That's really exciting. So I encourage you as you're listening to this in any of the episodes, whenever I say something that you don't agree with, you haven't heard before, that makes you feel a certain way or is triggering, you're here for a reason. You're listening for a reason. And it's attracting you for a reason. So take it. Take what resonates and leave the rest. As my friend Bruce Lee says, take what works and leave the rest. Now, let's get back to this amazing sign from the universe. I had gone through an up level, and it was a little bit of a dark night of the soul. And as you ascend, and you're in certain levels of consciousness states and awareness states, as you ascend in the spiritual realm as a coach, as a spiritual mentor, you begin to re- recognize when you're in those states really easily and know that they're temporary. And sometimes they can be very physically manifested, meaning like you're in bed with a fever for two days and then bam, it's gone and you feel really clear and you're really driven. You have all the stuff going on. At least that's one of the ways it works for me. And so before I went on this historical tour, I had a weekend where I was in bed, not feeling so great. And I was confused which confusion is another thing that's awesome because you're on the precipice of a breakthrough. Think about when you learned a language in high school and you were confused about the context and the pretenses and how it all pieced together. Just before you understood and it was clear and you had that breakthrough, you were confused. Or maybe algebra was your jam and you were confused in that. Confusion is our friend because it leads us to a breakthrough in clarity. And it's pretty awesome. It's also temporary. So if you let yourself know that it's temporary, then you release and then you just let yourself feel it and you move through it a lot faster. The resistance is what keeps you there. So here I am with this little twig in my hand with this beautiful little praying mantis with wings who seems to be in some kind of distress. And I see all the symbology and all of the metaphor that the universe was helping me and knocking on the door. And I might not agree with or recognize or be accepting of the help. I might not be awake or aware enough to identify that it's there. Am I going to accept it, even if it doesn't look like what I had in mind am i willing to let go of the attachment of how it has to be because let's be honest the how is never our responsibility the how is never any of our business that's the universe's job so let it do it there were so many beautiful things and it was also this very like ethereal i want to i don't want to use the word ethereal but just galactic being have you ever looked at praying mantis? they're so bizarre looking and so beautiful and this little guy was like i will fight you even though he's so tiny and even though he had whatever going on with him that he was stressed distressed he was still willing to like be a warrior and here i was like hey bud it's okay let me help you and then he chilled out and he recognized that I wasn't there to hurt him. I was there to help him. That's an example of being present and open to all the messages and guidance the universe has. Because I could have taken that as just, oh, I'm just helping this bug who's like half dead or I'm helping this bug get out of the way. No big deal. That's not my level of awareness. It's so much elevated and deeper than that. And it was cool to be present in real time in the moment as it was happening. And so I put him over in this really safe, bushy grass area. And I moved on and I thanked the universe right then and there. So thank you so much for this message. Thank you for the sign because I didn't even ask specifically for a sign, it just said, you know, blah, 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 whatever my request was, show me a sign. And the universe delivered. Even if you are someone, I'm going to be really clear about this. Even if you're somebody who has agoraphobia or doesn't really like to leave the house much, you will get signs. You will get signs either when you look out your window, or maybe a book falls off the shelf to a specific chapter, or maybe you're using cards and the cards fall to a specific card with a message, or you hear a lyric on a song or a movie line or whatever the situation is. You just have to be open and aware because the universe provides us with so much information, so much confirmation and support and healing and guidance all the time, all the time even in our dreams. The question is, are you willing and ready to see it, to receive it, to accept it? And are you grateful? The thing that really gets in the way when it comes to receiving and accepting and seeing the signs is how open is your heart? I'm not talking about your head. Because when it comes to quantum, your intellect will only get you so far. It's really about feeling. It's really about your heart. Operating from the heart. Acting from the heart. Feeling from the heart. And not just your heart and your heart chakra, but your higher heart. You're such an innately intelligent being deeply spiritual, deeply awake, and you have so many miraculous abilities if you just get out of your own way and let yourself feel it. You got to feel it to heal it, baby. You have to feel it to heal it. You have to move through it. So the more you resist something, the more suffering, the more struggle. Just wanted to throw that in there. So back to signs. Signs are amazing because (laughs) you can literally ask for like a black butterfly or a purple elephant and the universe will show you. It will come in the most unexpected time, but it comes in a moment, almost when you're like in a trance state and you're just chill, right? And let's be clear, trance happens when you're listening to music. It happens when you're driving. It's not just when you're watching TV. It's not just when you've been hypnotized. Trance happens all day, every day. It happens when you're spacing out and you're just like in your thoughts, daydreaming. That's all trance. And all that means is that you're in a state of suggestibility. And it's by choice. It is. Whether you're aware of that or not, it's still by choice. So, ask for specific signs. You want to see blue dolphins or the red dog, what was his name? There was a famous, you know, kid's book about him, Roger Red Rover or something, (laughs) whatever his name was. If that's your symbol, great. Maybe it's a rock shaped like a dragon. And you're going to see signs everywhere get specific and don't keep changing it like keep it at the same thing for a week a month even if it's black butterflies and purple like let's say if it's a yes and i'm headed in the right direction it's black butterflies if it's a no and i'm veering off track maybe it's purple elephants and then leave it there for a month and see what happens your whole world is going to open up and shock you. It's going to be amazing. I had a friend who picked blue peacocks. I kid you not. Not green, you know, the normal green color. Blue. Like a very specific blue. And sure enough, we did this experiment. She found several signs of a blue peacock. It was amazing. If you want to know what mine was, mine was cherries. I just picked something random. I'm like cherries, uh, like b- black red cherries, which is pretty specific and weird. It came through. <laughs> I don't know why I picked that but I did. When we are specific to a degree, the universe is able to answer. When we aren't as specific, we'll still get a message. We just have to be willing to be present to it and decipher it. When it comes to deciphering, be really clear. that Your ego isn't involved. How do we know we're an ego? Because ego is always in scarcity ego is always in doubt ego is always in fear when it comes to manifesting and creating because it's ego and how we are interpreting it as far as the mind goes ego creates out of scarcity and lack because it was a design feature in our brain that kept us in survival mode. So its whole job is to really protect us. And that's okay. But knowing that we can control it with our thoughts and feelings. When we are not in control of our thoughts and feelings. We are swayed by everything. Everyone, every mood, every comment, from another will affect us. We won't have any groundedness, we won't have any focus. But if we are a master of our emotions and our thoughts, we are unshakable, we are clear, we are precise. And that is a really good indicator of your level of alignment. Are you in alignment? Or are you out of alignment? Because you really can't be half aligned. That's bullshit. (laughs) You're either aligned or you're not. You either have signs or you don't. The universe is giving us signs. So if we're out of alignment, that's a sign. If we're an ego, that's a sign. You understand what I'm saying where I'm going with this, right? Now, that praying mantis, like I said, I could have thrown that as a, a way, that incident as like it didn't mean much. But in that moment, I was crystal clear on the messages I was receiving and how I was leveling up and how I was being activated and how the help was coming, that it was already there, but I just had to be open and willing to receive it. And it also doesn't come in the form that I necessarily want. That's okay, because it's always that or something better. It's always what we ask for or better. Nine times out of ten, it's better. Even the redirect. And that's a pretty magical place to be. That's all I have for today, my darlings. I hope you enjoyed. And I'll see you next week. You've been listening to Embody Transformation. ET, come back home to your soul. I'm your host, Johanna Bradford. If you like this episode, please like, download, and subscribe. And share with your friends and leave a review. And if you'd like to know how to work with me, click the link in the show notes and the bio. We look forward to working with you and hearing from you soon.